Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or are curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. Today we are talking about addictions. There were so many topics that we wanted to cover that we decided to do two shows regarding this important issue. This is part two. Addiction is something that touches everyone's life in one way or another, in one form or another. Whether you are the one addicted to something or the one on the outside looking in and aren't sure what to do or how to help, addiction affects us all. We also want to state up front that we are covering just the tip of the iceberg. It is our desire to shed some light on these topics so that we can see things we might be missing and also to connect us all and show us that we are not alone in what we are experiencing. Addiction covers a very diverse range of topics, some in the first session that we talked about and others such as alcohol, drugs, we talked about smoking and vaping, chewing, food, sex, sugar, coffee, caffeine, and gambling. In general, addictions tend to come from a place of longing for something more, such as a need to satisfy an inner yearning or pain, or perhaps to change feelings of depression or social anxiety. Causes may include external pressures like financial problems, emotional trauma, or growing up in a stressful or abusive environment with emotional or physical abuse. Alcohol is the topic that we're going to talk about first. And you know, alcohol makes us feel that everything is fine. Smoking allows us to swallow our feelings. Drugs take us into a different world where we don't have to face our own reality and we can give, get false sense of hope and security from it. Food replaces the love that we crave and fills in some of the empty spots. All of these attempt to numb the pain inside, to alter consciousness, or to fill inner emptiness. The substance provides a sense of security and enjoyment that is easier to deal with than the pain we may be feeling. But by not feeling anything, we maintain an illusion of happiness. There are so many factors that contribute to the process of addiction, and some we have talked about in other shows. We have a show on stress. And as we know, stress affects every area of our life, and it intensifies and kind of squeezes on us, no matter if it's our work life or our home life. And it also is the case with illness and with addictions. Stress contributes to that. A sense of isolation does. A lack of feeling connected to anything like nothing matters, including the sense of self. And also then there is the family of origin, and we'll talk about that with a lot of the things, the topics today. And in part one, too, we talked about how some of these kind of go hand in hand with others. One addictive substance may well lead to the addition of another one. Smoking and drinking are one. Smoking and drinking and gambling go really well together, as does sex addiction and drinking and smoking and all of these things. So we're going to talk about that today. In the 50s, if you were to watch TV, you would see smoking and drinking on regularly scheduled programs. That was depicted in Mad Men, and there were people who said, oh, this isn't so good. Why are we seeing this now when we've had decades without it, you know? And so smoking and drinking were socially acceptable, and they were socially acceptable to portray them on TV. That is not the case anymore. Alcohol abuse shows up in many ways, and most of people think of the someone that is reeling, having trouble standing upright, and that's just one way that it presents. Other ways are the person who has two drinks a night, 
and feels that they don't have a problem. Then there's the binge drinker who can go days without drinking, but when they do, they really time on. Yes. <laughs> and we probably can recognize, you know, can you see yourself or someone else in some of these things? And they strongly believe that they don't have a problem because they don't drink every day. So it depends upon your perception of what you believe an alcoholic is. And then there is that socially acceptable aspect of it. Alcohol's legal. Everybody does it. You know, that's the after work you go out and enjoy social hour. And so we have less stigma almost around that. And it's less likely that we notice some of those behaviors in there because some of it is just normal everyday activity for certain people. It is. And I think the one that is most challenging to detect is the person who has a slight buzz going at all times. I remember someone that, um, in, who was always one way, and one time when I met them, they were totally sober, and it was like a totally different person. Mm. So, you know, if you catch someone who is a drinker that has just got a slight buzz going on all the time, it's not really, you know, messing up their life too much. They can still function in the world, and yet you see them totally different. It may be because they are sober. And just because they can function in life doesn't mean inside that they're doing well. Obviously, Obviously there's a not. reason they're yes. having a buzz as yeah. they continuously move through their day. So let's move on to what alcohol does to the body. And one of the things that it does is it goes straight to the head, and we know that. And after 30 seconds, after your first sip, it races into your brain. It slows down the chemicals and the pathways that your brain uses to send messages. It alters your mood, slows down your reflexes, and throws off your balance. So many times they, especially around New Year's Eve, there are always radio shows or TV shows that show someone after one drink, after two drinks, mm -hmm. after, you know, to show how much that really does slow down your reflexes. It doesn't allow you to think straight or clearly any longer. It affects long-term memory, and that's why that when we drink a lot, we don't really <laughs> remember what happened. Some of the other things that it does to your brain is it actually causes your brain to shrink after long-term use. There's some other longer-term effects of alcohol on the body as well, not just that immediate response in the brain. Um, and actually, alcohol causes about 88,000 deaths a year. It's not really a number we hear very often mm -hmm. uh, amongst all the other statistics. Um, but accidents and violence are related health risks with alcohol, obviously. Um, alcohol can tend to suppress bone marrow, which takes out yes. the white cell count. So that would decrease immune response that anyone would have. Uh, cardiovascular symptoms are huge with people that utilize alcohol and abuse alcohol. Um, arrhythmias, irregular heartbeats. Mm -hmm. The long-term alcohol use actually damages the heart muscle and turns it to mush. And a bit, someone particularly who binge drinks, and there's actually a, a term for this called holiday heart syndrome, but one weekend of hard drinking is enough to cause the heart to have irregular heartbeats. Um, yes. And then that then feeds then when the heart muscle actually turns to mush. And so a lot of cardiovascular incidents with people with alcohol. And if you think about that in terms of a rubber band, when you newly have a rubber band, it's very, you know, elastic and it can, but it, over time it uses, it loses that elasticity and it doesn't hold its shape anymore, and it's just, it doesn't do anything. And that's what it does to your heart. It also causes high blood pressure, uh, increases risk of stroke, and that is especially seen in women, which is unique. Uh, cancers are associated with alcohol, particularly that of the liver, mouth, throat, um, and esophageal. Dementia is now being linked to long-term alcohol use, which seems like it might be related to the sugars in the alcohol. Um, mental health disorders, uh, we see that amongst many abuse issues, right? There's a lot of stuff going on inside that needs to be treated. There's a reason people are using things, like you said, to escape from reality. Right. And we turn, tend to think that alcohol, having a drink, will help us get to sleep. It helps you to feel drowsy. However, it doesn't let you have REM sleep. So all of the different systems in your body don't have the opportunity to reset themselves. And as the alcohol wears off, you start to toss and turn and not 
sleep well, it also causes you to have to urinate more frequently. So you're getting up during the night. And that does actually feed more of those mental emotional components as well. So in alcoholics, um, you'll see feelings of low self-esteem, low self-worth. You'll see anxiety and fear, guilt and shame. And there's patterns they obviously have in their life that's building this. The alcohol's not helping, but when you then add all those other factors in, it, it's just sort of this domino effect in life. It also affects the stomach. There's more acid in the stomach. It irritates the lining of the stomach. Ulcers can be created in the stomach. And it also causes you not to feel hungry. So that's why a lot of alcoholics tend to not get the nutrients that they need in their body. It's a vicious cycle. They're prone to more diarrhea, more heartburn. And chan increases your chances of liver disease, too. You hear about fatty livers. Yeah. That is a real thing. It limits blood flow so the liver cells don't get what they need to survive. Damages your pancreas, leads to diabetes. Then there's a hangover, which, <laughs> although it seems smaller than the rest of the things that we've talked about, it's not a pleasant feeling. It can increase nausea, vomiting, and your liver is so busy processing the alcohol, it doesn't release the sugar that you need into your blood, causing those other weaknesses and bringing on shakes. For more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. The infrared sauna at Awaken Living not only helps you get out of the cold, but also improves your health. This is not your typical sauna experience. The far infrared heats your body internally, causing you to sweat profusely over your entire body, yet has no odor. Because the far infrared sauna at Awaken Living doesn't use moisture, you will experience no trouble breathing, which can be typical in traditional saunas. The far infrared sauna at Awaken Living improves circulation, which translates into improved oxygen flow, muscle relaxation to reduce pain, increased healing time, faster muscle recovery time, and decreased inflammation. According to the Mayo Clinic, several studies looked at using far infrared saunas in the treatment of problems such as high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, and rheumatoid arthritis. They found promising results and no adverse side effects. So come to Awaken Living and try their far infrared sauna. It will improve your vitality and help relax your muscles, body, and mind. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion radio show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Wish for me, look at 
Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about addictions. And in the first segment of the show, we were talking about alcoholism. And so we're going to talk just momentarily about some of the behavioral traits that are common among alcoholics and what you can do to kind of recognize that in yourself or in others. So some of them are they're impatient. Low self-esteem. Yes. Easily aggravated. Um, tend to live in shame and guilt. Yes. And low impulsive, sensitive. Some self-pity, the poor me, um, and always blaming others for what's going on in their lives, not really able to take responsibility. And opening up is not their thing. No. <laughs> They're manipulative and very, very careful about how others perceive them. They can be secretive and defensive. And sometimes underachieving. However, they can have, so there's like a dualism here, because they can have moments of grandiosity as right. well, where they have feelings of superiority or feelings of specialness or being invincible. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily that they carry that with them all the time, but mom moments of seeing that can be telling. Right. And that is almost always tied to that low self-esteem issues. They project that. Under the themselves under the world like that. As well as perfectionism, like always striving to be perfect, but then always feeling they're failing at never reaching those things. And that can happen without addiction, mind you. Yes. Um, but it is. Parts prevalent. of personalities. We're going to move now into changes in the brain during any type of addiction. And we want you to make the dot, you know, connect all of the dots that this happens no matter what addictions are presenting themselves. Certain areas of the brain light up. Certain things happen in the brain. So one of the things, drugs, any kind of you know altering, chemical altering things that we take, alter the way nerve cells normally send, receive, or process information. They do this by imitating the brain's natural chemical messengers, by overstimulating the reward circuits of the brain and flooding the brain with excess chemicals. And these bind to the receptors in the brain. And this interferes with the way the neurons send, receive, and process signals via their, our neurotransmitters. So some drugs such as marijuana and heroin, can activate these neurons because our chemical structure mimics that of the natural neurotransmitter in the body. This allows the drugs to attach onto and activate neurons. Although the drugs mimic the brain's own chemicals, they don't activate neurons in the same way as the body's own natural neurotransmitters. So they lead to an abnormal amount of messages being sent through the network. It was once thought that the surges of the neurotransmitter dopamine produced by the drugs directly cause the euphoria, but scientists are now thinking that dopamine has more to do with this, getting us to repeat these pleasurable activities, reinforcement then, right, mm -hmm. than producing actual pleasure directly. Then with repeated exposure, your body builds up a tolerance, so you have to, it craves more to get the same response. Yes, and that's with all things, right? Whether it's gambling, whether it's drugs, whether whatever it is, the it wears off faster. It just isn't doing it, and so we increase that behavior over and over again to our detriment. And then there's a piece as well where we become conditioned. And you see this, we talked about this in the smoking, um, but when you repeat a behavior, it becomes habitual. So then there is another part of the brain that's actually engaging in just that habit-forming portion of it and the ritual, the tra tradition of it, and we become used to that, and that becomes part of the addiction in and of itself. Right. So for a lot of things like smoking, there's the oral type of you know gratification too. And 
in vaping, for instance, there's that deep breathing in and that type of thing. And when you talk about stress reduction, that is part of stress reduction. So there's, you know, the, the brain's getting all these confusing signals sent to it. And it continues because you need more and more. Addictive drugs, for example, can release two to ten times the amount of dopamine that natural rewards do in our life. So they do it more quickly, more reliably, and the body knows that, the brain remembers that, and so... And think about that. If you're getting that from a substance and then you try to go back to real life without the substance, how dulled, how boring. Yes. It, it just it doesn't elicit the same response. That's why you're constantly chasing that direction. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the differences between using, abusing, and addiction. We all know people um, that can use a substance. For instance, they can be a social drinker and go in and have a glass of wine or one drink, and that's fine. And they perhaps do it once or twice a year, and it's not a big deal, right? And then we have abusing. Which is when an individual constantly drinks or uses a substance excessively to the point that it affects their behavior. And they don't have the ability, like that social drinker, just to have the one and put it down. They're the ones that are constantly seeking that dopamine release, constantly looking for that, that next euphoric feeling or that next dulling so they're not feeling the pain. And the problem, the, the abuse comes then if they're not willing to change their behavior, if it's affecting their life and leading to other problems in their relationships, legal troubles, finances, problems at work. And so abuse then is when you have that substance that kind of takes over everything and affects everything that you're interacting with. So it's sort of a mind thing versus an addiction where the body can't deal with life without it, mm -hmm. right? And, and then we hear the word dependency as well. Mm -hmm. And dependency is a little different. Dependency is actually the physical effects of the alcohol. So what the body actually is craving and needing, and alcohol is a little different than other substances. So if you... Um, quit alcohol cold turkey after drinking for a long time it can actually kill you yes and i don't think everyone's aware of that i know it took, took me a while to learn that um because the body becomes so addicted to it, it be, the dependence of it to actually function is required and so you have to back off of it you and it should be overlooked medically for some people in right. order to do that and there are medications that help with some of the side effects of withdrawals Yes. And that's really an important piece to this, too. And for a lot of people, if you're wondering, so many people think that they might be addicted to something, but if they can back off and decide mentally, I'm not going to drink during the week, I'm only going to have a drink on the weekend, there's an abusing that was going on, but the addictive part is different. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering that about yourself, you feel free to get some help and see where you lie on that spectrum. So for more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back with more on addictions. Hi, this is Connie Bjork from Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'd like to tell you how interpersonal guided imagery therapy can heal you from physical and emotional pain in a deeper way without medication. It's the perfect type of healing from pain, fear, anxiety, and issues that just don't seem to have a resolution. Interpersonal guided imagery therapy at Awakened Living helps identify and heal limiting beliefs that hold us back. It allows instant access to deeply hidden issues such as fear, phobias, anger, identity, and power struggles. It's even been used to successfully treat PTSD. When using interpersonal guided imagery therapy both before and after surgery, patients used one-third less pain medication, had fewer falls, and experienced shorter hospital stays. A Weekend Living's interpersonal guided imagery therapy works wonderfully in helping with emotional resiliency and coping abilities, producing actual changes in the biochemistry of the body. Schedule an appointment with me today and get started towards healing. Call 952 452 
888-888-8583 or visit awakensliveginginfusion.com. AM 950 is hosting a debate watching party on Thursday, September 12th at the Park Tavern in St. Louis Park. Come watch with like-minded progressives as the Democratic presidential candidates debate all the important issues and figure out how to beat Trump. Doors will open a half hour before the start of the debate. Your ticket includes free, debatable appetizers with a cash bar. We'll play a debate-themed Blue No Matter Who bingo with lots of great prizes. Matt McNeil and the Rep Our Take crew will be there. And if you have ideas for our weekly Tuesday Solutions show, we'd love to hear them. Debate watching tickets are only $15 and they will go fast, so make sure you order now at am950radio.com. So let's watch the debate together on Thursday, September 12th at the Park Tavern in St. Louis Park as we figure out who will dump Trump in 2020. Order your tickets now at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. And if you have any questions, call us at 952-946-8885. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awaken Living. Did you know your body is constantly affected by the wear and tear of your daily life? Whether it's repetitive patterns or straining from activities, it's important for us to take care of our body, as we only get one. Most people view massage therapy as a luxury, when in fact it's a necessity for having a healthier body. Benefits of massage include stress relief, alleviated pain, decreased muscle tension, improved sleep and posture, improved circulation, release endorphins, and increased relaxation. As a certified massage therapist, I specialize in deep tissue, reflexology, rehabilitative, Swedish, and prenatal massage, working with clients throughout their pregnancy. I will provide you with a healing massage unlike any you have experienced. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awaken Living Clinic in Bloomington. Schedule an appointment today at 952-452-8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be partly sunny with a high near 77. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 59. Sunday, partly sunny with a high of 76 and the chance of rain at night with a low around 63. Monday, the rain is likely to continue with temperatures in the 70s. Your Eat Local Minnesota's Restaurant of the Week is the Downtowner Woodfire Grill. The Downtowner is a perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Experience their cozy fireside dining alongside their delicious food and extensive wine list. Check out the full menu at downtownerwoodfire.com. Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking, it's part two of our addiction series, and we were talking about drugs. There's another thing that happens within our body. It's when we do something, and it's it really intensifies during the fight and flight type scenarios. Sometimes we can get addicted to that adrenaline rush. And we will then do things that will in, increase the percentage of our having that again. You know, it can start a lot of times in teenage teenagers when they're seeking that adrenaline high, that type of thing. And as in adolescence, we have all those chemicals rushing through our bodies anyway. And when we increase again the behaviors, the risk behaviors, they can really become out of control. I was surprised when I was researching this that one example they actually gave to begin an addiction like that um, is a student who procrastinates on their homework and waits till the last minute to do it and get it in because that in and of itself is the stress response, right? And they get that first hit. And so something as what seems as something as simple, simple. as that mm-hmm. um, it can be the start to launch them off into bigger, more... Uh, dangerous things sometimes (laughs) yes and teenagers too when they're learning to drive cars and speed becomes you know driving a car fast on a gravel road or racing all these things and there's other behaviors um, than that such as lying Mm -hmm. stealing gambling getting uh, caught Yes, even uh, catastrophizing yes. it creates an adrenaline rush in people and, and they just want more. They want to continue to feel 
that feeling, like you said, seeking that experience. One of the things that it can lead to over time is adrenal fatigue syndrome, which takes time to heal because you've experienced that adrenaline rush and you have depleted your adrenals. Yes, continuing to seek the exposure of that definitely um, impacts the body because you're pushing out that hormone all the time, which is actually meant to come out in small doses when you're in a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. And go back down. Yes, and so long-term pushing of that actually is detrimental because then when you do get in a stressful situation that requires that fight or flight response, your normal reactions, your normal responses um, have then been changed. And so it might actually slow down your reactions, put you in more danger because your body doesn't have enough of it to deal with the situation at hand. Right. And if you think of that as being a balloon that is blown up, and as you seek more and more high-risk behaviors, the balloon just goes down until it's flat and it has nothing more to give you in those situations, the fight or flight. And this goes back to our stress show too on how it affects the brain. When you have high stress, when you have a lot of adrenaline being pumped out, cortisol being pumped out, it actually shrinks a part of the brain called the hippocampus, which has a lot to do with memory. And so you will start to see effects on your short and long-term memory eventually. Yes. We'll move on now to gambling. That's another addiction that loves to partner with other addictions. Depends upon now we have something we didn't have years ago. We have online gambling also. When you go, you can go to casinos, you can do it over the phone. There's so many different things. And it's, there's a gambling disorder, compulsive gambling. It's that uncontrollable urge to keep gambling despite the toll it takes on your life. So it means then gambling means that you are willing to risk something that you value in life in the hope of getting something of even greater value. But that's an illusion. You know, they, it still stimulates the same parts of the brain like we talked about, all addictions do. But it can lead you to loss of money when you keep chasing bets that just don't work, you can lose a lot of money and decide, I've got to get that back and get more. So you keep going into debt. You hide your behavior. You may lie about your behavior. People um, have been known to deplete their entire savings or put a mortgage on their home without their partner's knowledge or resort to theft to support this addiction so those other behaviors that are an outcome of it, when when you have that detriment of maybe experience those financial losses, then you're looking at how it's affecting your relationship when you're lying about something, mm-hmm. how it's affecting your work performance, um, anxiety, depression. So we start seeing all those other things that are affected in, in the other addictions as well here. And with as with the other addictions, where they're constantly looking for ways to get more money to gamble, you know, that's the thing that they're seeking to feed that addiction. Always looking for something. Uh, and there's physical detriments to gambling as well. Again, it goes back to it affects your heart. That their heart racing, um, angina or heart pain mm-hmm. is a symptom of when people have gambling issues. And so it, it affects your physical health as well as the emotional, mental portion as well. It does. And it can also cause... Your job, you know, just as as other addictions can, or losing out on schoolwork if you're in, you know in college that type of thing or or doctorate whatever. So it's just as bad as if not you know they're all in the same pot of soup kind of thing. (laughs) And so unlike most casual gamblers who stop when losing and set a limit, for many casinos that give you a bucket full of nickels and a lot of people will say, okay, when I'm done with my bucket of nickels, I'm done. And that doesn't happen with somebody who has an addiction. It's that switch in the brain that just doesn't shut off. Yes. There's no fulfillment at the end of it. No, it just keeps becoming more destructive over time. And then we have sex addiction. Sex addiction is any compulsive, sexually motivated behavior that is acted out despite the negative consequences. It's also known as sexual compulsion or sexual dependency. 
It's estimated that between 12 to 30 million Americans experience some kind of sexual compulsion. Research has also shown that sex addicts usually come from dysfunctional families and yes. have had some sort of trauma. There was one study that showed 82% actually being reported as um, sexually abused as children. Yes. So it, it interferes with your social life, your home life, your physical health, your emotional well-being, and it does not improve until the person receives treatment. It's also one of the addictions that people are least likely to get help for because it does have sort of a negative connotation to it. All addictions do, but this one's very The intimate. stigma to this one is so much heavier. And some of that, because there's a variation of behaviors in this one, which range from, it could just be compulsive masturbation to right. voyeurism to, phone, you know, obscene phone calls. Um, however, it, it could be uh, exhibitionism, um, pornography, mm -hmm. and... The station, yeah. Uh, so there's a, a wide gambit of of thing behaviors that they can um, engage in, and so the shame, the guilt, um, the the judgment, all those things really weigh on whether or not someone would even make a choice to say, "I have this problem," to get help for it. Right, and it destroys their true intimate relationships within the family. It's also been generally considered more of a men's issue. However, it does affect anyone. They have done research that shows around 3% of men have sexual compulsions compared to 1.2% of women. But a recent study of Internet sexual addictions found 5% of men and 2% of women, or around 88% of people who seek sexual addiction treatment are men. So, again, for women, it's, you know... Well, and some of the things to look for then are um, frequently engaging in more sex. Mm -hmm. usually, it can be with more partners. Um, being preoccupied and persistently craving it. Thinking about it to the detriment of everything else going on in your life. Um, it's spending a lot of your time and activities revolving around finding sex or cruising for partners or looking online at things. Um, and again, it, it goes into that those behaviors then affect everything else in your life. They do. It's interesting to me that some of the common triggers were sadness and depression, which was in 67%. Happiness, which is, you know, totally the opposite of, it was a trigger in 54% of the people that were studied. And loneliness was... 47%. Well, I think so many people equate sex with connection and yes. love. And yeah. that is a really deep thing to be seeking out. And to, to live it out in that way has got to... Uh, I can't imagine how that feels for people when they're that's what they're looking for. Right. And one of the reasons they said that 72% um, said that they started because of physical abuse, 82% because of sexual abuse, 97% because of emotional abuse that they suffered. In their childhood so that isn't you know that's it's so sad it is and if whatever you're experiencing there is help so again some of the things that you can feel are depression anxiety substance abuse gambling addiction compulsive shopping these are things that go along with sexual addictions also sometimes it's associated with ADHD um, interesting, we'll talk about that, I guess, in the next part. But anyway, so there's so many things. Now we have sugar addiction. And boy, is this one a big one, right? And sugar is hidden in everything. It creates a short-term high spark of energy in the body. And it's been reported that sugar is as addictive as cocaine. Think about it. Yeah, it stimulates the same pleasure centers of the brain as cocaine and heroin. 
So it leads to withdrawal, cravings, um, and an actual detoxification process to get off of it. And like you said, it's it's sort of uh, is innocuous the the word to use. Like it's hidden in everything. You buy ketchup, there's sugar, and ketchup. Yes. You buy mustard, there's sugar. Yes. <laughs> like, you can think you're doing really well because you're not having the cookies and the cake and the you know. And not necessarily soda. thinking you're seeking it out. Yes. Yet you're still getting it from all those different sources. Yes. Yeah. There are over six hundred thousand processed foods that have sugar in them, right? 80% of everything that you buy on those shelves when you go into the grocery store have sugar in them. Wow, that's a treacherous number. That's something. (laughs) The average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day, mostly hidden. The average teenage boy consumes 34 teaspoons a day, more than two 20-ounce sodas. Mm. One serving of any kind of tomato sauce has more sugar than a serving of Oreo cookies. And you wouldn't think so. You'd think, hey, we're doing something healthy here, right? <laughs> so for more information to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. Stress. It's something you experience every day and something you could use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable, it can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical-grade, infrared, full-body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body, acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583. Or by visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awakened Living. You might think massage therapy is a luxury, when in fact, it's necessity for having a healthier body. A massage at Awakened Living will relieve your body of everyday wear and tear, improve sleep, your posture, stress levels, and overall just make you feel better. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952 452 8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. In our busy, fast paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non judgmental atmosphere, life coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awaken Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com.
Music and Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we've been talking about addictions, and in the last segment... We mentioned we started in on sugar addiction and talked about how it's in everything. Sweetened yogurts can have more sugar than a can of soda. Who would have thought, right? So you're best off with the non-sweetened, right? It's also a core ingredient used by the food industry to make bad ingredients like processed flour and chemicals taste good. And they want us to keep coming back. And again, remember, it's an addiction. And our consumption has increased from 10 pounds per person a year in 1800 to 140 pounds wow. per person per year today. That's intense. That's terrible. It is. And, we, and I think the kind of the rough part of that is we don't see sugar as an addiction normally. It's not listed with all of those other things no. and because manufacturers do hide it in things. Yes. And so it's literally triggering our triggering our body to go out and find it again and so we're willing to eat those things without paying attention to the labels or anything without our minds being wrapped around the concept of this is detrimental to me this is yes and so in 2018 the British Journal of Sports Medicine stated that sugar has been found to produce more symptoms than is required to be considered an addictive substance yes so we get it coming going and everywhere else we were going to go into video gaming also we'll probably cover that somewhere else um, because we are kind of kind of running out of time um, for this show as we said this is just the tip of the iceberg we just we have so many things that we'd love to share with you just know that video gaming can be addictive also whether you're doing it together with a group of other people online or or by yourself so addiction is not a numb and happy state somewhere deep inside is the knowledge that we are just indeed destroying ourselves. The craving, no matter what addiction that you have, continues no matter how much it's consumed. This leads to guilt, fear of where all this is headed for us, depression, anger. Self-dislike or even hatred may begin to creep into our lives, eating away at our ability to even seek help to recover. We may question how we can love ourselves while experiencing such desperation every day. If we can recognize the craving and its underlying causes, then we have a chance to let go of the addiction and heal. To do this, we have to face the emotional root issues that the addiction was helping us hide and deal with. Whatever fear or trauma is at the root cause and behind all of this. In Louise Hayes' book, Heal Your Body, One of the spiritual aspects of addiction is about running away from the self. It's about fear. It's about not knowing how to love the self. One of the affirmations that she suggests is, I now discover how wonderful I am. I choose to love and enjoy myself. Healing addiction is about our ability to love, accept, and make peace with who we are. It's about facing the reality of our feelings instead of running away from them and bringing that reality into a place of love. We'd like to talk to you about some of the things in the clinic that we can do to help you with addictions. One of Some of them involve actually detoxifications within the body, and we have a far-infrared sauna that does miraculous things with that. And to go along with some of those physical symptoms, acupuncture is amazing to help the body regulate, get back in balance, to release some of the symptoms that you're experiencing, to retrain the brain neurologically, and and get those chemicals back in balance for yourself. Um, however, in addition to that, it's it's absolutely detrimental that you work on the emotional and mental component. And in our clinic, um, the work Connie does is vital for that purpose. It goes bypasses all the symptoms that you have within the addiction and goes to the real emotional root cause of anything and addiction is one of them we tend to have all of these layers to us right and so addiction is something that has happened over time and the healing takes place over time also some of the shows that we have also in the past done, one that you should listen to are parts one and two on stress because, as we've talked about so much, stress intensifies anything that we're going through. Self-love. Yes. 
self-esteem, self-worth is also... Self-care. Yes. Isolation. And then, of course, addiction one and two. We also have some classes that are on our minds and we're really excited about too. Some starting in September now. We have a class that will meet once a month and the topic will change every month and it's called The Art Of and the first one is The Art of Doing Nothing. Simple ways to make time for yourself. We're really excited about it. Each month we'll have a different theme and also some fun surprises. And then the other program that we're going to be running begins September 12th and the first one is pain prevention and protocol and so learning how we can prevent ourselves from getting injury from experiencing pain but then when we do what we can do for it and be it for ourselves or if that means seeking medical intervention and then the things that maybe if you are already in pain other alternatives to dealing with what you're going through and so each month the topic of that will change as well and we will deal with other physical and um, emotional issues that come up so anywhere from digestion to um, headaches things like that so the topic changes so that you have take-homes to bring home and utilize um, that will be beneficial for you in your daily lives. And there's also an emotional component to where the pain is. For in- instance, the fear, the organ of fear, is the kidney. So every, you know, every single place where you have pain tells us more information that we need to be able to help you move through your pain. We also have... Um, other classes too and things that we would love to have you come in we deal with so many issues and we want you to know that we're here for you we'd love to have you come in we can help you through the physical pain that you're dealing with and get to the root cause of something emotionally we have a wonderful massage therapist that also helps you treat yourself and it's preventative also when you can keep your body you know more limber and your mind connects that massage with self-care with self-love and it prevents diseases and things from coming on to flu cold seasons coming up right and we just want to reiterate about the addictions to to seek help it might feel the feelings inside might be shame they might be guilt Um, reach out though because there is help out there and and we just want to see we want to see everyone get better And realize that there are some addictions that you're going to need some medication to get through to the end. For more information, to schedule an appointment in our clinic, or to register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our show on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us next Saturday as we tackle the subject of medications, what works, what doesn't, and some surprising information you may not know. You've been listening to the Awakened Living Infusion radio show on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.